Ah, merci. Bienvenue dans Caching in the Northwest, le seul podcast de ligne de na naissance du geocaching dans le Grand Pacifique Nord-Ouest. Or, welcome to Caching in the Northwest. It's the only podcast from the birthplace of geocaching in the Great Pacific Northwest. Each week, we're going to talk about caches and cachers from here and all around the globe. So, while you're fixing wind damage on your roof, we'll be caching in the Northwest. And that means it's time to bring in our bodacious baboon. Some say he has a face for radio and a body for medical colleges. But others say his hair has more curls than my bicep workout. All we know is he's called Land Monkey. Hey, guys. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, the curls is completely accurate because I have no bicep workout. So any curls is more than that. Uh, oh, there you go. All right. Well, you know what? Not only... Am I not pleased to be here with my good friends, Jim and Chris, but I have another friend here with us tonight. It's Marcy from Gold Country. Marcy, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you and happy new year. And thank you for having me. Fantastic. We're looking forward to talking to you about Gold Country shortly. But before we do that, a quick reminder that we appreciate the support of our patrons who help to keep this podcast coming each and every week. And if you want to know more about supporting this show, click that Patreon link over there on the cashingnw.com website. Wherever that may be, it could be up, could be down, right, left. It could be to the northwest of what you're watching now. It probably is, yeah. You know what? Another thing we love to do each and every week is we like to glow. Now, we're not talking about our perfect skin. No, we're talking about the geocaching log of the week. Whether you wrote it or whether you read it, we want to hear about it because great logs simply make geocaching better send an email to feedback at cachingnw.com now you can get on your smartphone record in the audio recorder send that message via email to feedback at cachingnw.com you can call in to 253-693-TFTC or use the voicemail tool right there on the website and show us how you glow and tonight's glow is from drumroll gold country Woo! how appropriate is that this is from the birth of logan lake and the log reads thanks gold country for the cash and the stickers came to logan lake for the weekend with kmom 64 to do some exploring and caching in the area what an amazing small town with all the outdoor activities and sightseeing for people coming to your area stunning campground that the village has on the lake we'll be back with the trailer in the spring there you go. See, a glow doesn't have to be of an epic length. It can no. be concise, but still tells a great story. And it inspires me to go visit the lake. There you go. Logan Lake. Yep. Nice little community. Um, one thing that you need to know if you're heading up to Logan Lake is don't expect any fast food. Okay. I think there's a story there. I don't know if we want to go into it or we just want to leave it hanging and move on. Let's do that. Let's just leave it hanging. Oh, stay tuned next week when we conclude the story of fast food in Logan Lake. No fast food in Logan Lake. Oh. When last we joined our heroes in Logan Lake. <laughs> they were still waiting at the fast food restaurant. <laughs> Probably ordered a salad. No, the parfait. Or a parfait. Or a parfait. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know Limax. You probably yeah. heard about Limax. Limax yeah. likes numbers. He does. Limax sent us some 
facts about the number 2019, which happens to be this current year. Guys, if you're just listening now, it's 2019. Start changing. Well, who uses checks anymore? I was going to say, make sure you put the right date on your checks. Does that mean it's the year of the monkey again? It's always the year of the monkey when that's, land that's monkey's I, here. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, Limax says, twenty. well, Limax gave us a uh, post from another site. This is 2019 is the smallest number that can be written in six ways as the sum of the squares of three primes. Do you, you want me to give you an example? Could you please? please? Yeah. Yeah. So seven squared plus 11 squared plus 43 squared is obviously 2019. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay. I was expecting you to say seven squared and seventeen squared and forty-one squared. Huh. I thought you were going to say thirteen squared plus thirteen squared plus forty-one squared. That's a good one too. You, you are fond of thirteens. I am. You know, you're. I think you're both wrong though, because I think the answer, or at least I thought, it was eleven squared plus twenty-three squared plus thirty-seven squared equals twenty nineteen. Well, 37 fits, but if you use 17 and 19, it works. Oh, okay. You don't need any of those if you go 23 squared plus 23 squared plus 31 squared. Wow. Oh. So. All right. And well. just to let you know, it's still hip to be squared. Okay. <laughs> okay, Huey. <laughs> In 2019, it's still hip to be squared. Okay. Right. Hey, what else is happening in 2019? There was some news from HQ. You know, I, I think this is Land Monkey inspired. Not as much as EarthCache Weekend, but from the geocaching.com blog, this year, the cache and trash out, that's CETO, is how it's properly pronounced. Don't listen to anyone else. It's CETO. Uh, those souvenir moments will extend from just one week, twice a year, to two entire seasons. Wow. Two entire seasons. That's right, Earth-loving geocachers. This year's CETO dates are, are you ready? I'm ready. CETO 2019, season one, Friday, March 1st through Friday, May 31st. That's all of March, all of April, all of May. Mm, now how much would you pay? Yeah. Holy CETOs, Batman. Exactly. But we're not done yet because... But wait, there's more. There's more. CETO 2019 Season 2 is yeah. September, October, November. Wow. I love the fact that we got Season 1 and Season 2. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like, each month is an episode? In- yes, yes, absolutely. Something that like that, yeah. Okay. Stranger um, things have happened. I can, um, take, I, I can and will take absolutely no credit for this one. <laughs> you can and will. I can and, I can and will take no, no credit. credit. So... It was with earnest feedback from passionate members of the geocaching community, which we brought this dynamic shift, such as in many parts of the world, one week within April and September simply wasn't conductive to being outside. Conducive. Or conducive. Yeah. Or conducive. <laughs> it could be conductive depending what you're doing outside. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Yeah, with lightning and such, it could be very conductive. <laughs> yeah. uh, to helping the environment. It's too dark or it's too cold. It's too inhospitable. Mm, now you sound like my kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's too dark. It's too cold. I think one of my kids is too dark and the other one's too cold. 
Anyway, <laughs> third third one is just right. Yeah, no, they're inhospitable. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, they're not inhospitable. They're just never mind. Uh, <laughs> they were treated released. Yeah, well, the right. next paragraph is interesting, though. Up to this time, many German geocachers haven't been able to organize spring pseudo events due to it coinciding with bird nesting season and off-limit times for many nature preserves. I, not something I would have been aware of. That's interesting. So obviously, I should say obviously, I am assuming what that means is that they're in, in their nature preserves and um, state-managed parks. They have they actually make the parks off limit during bird nesting season. There's probably just too many bird watchers out there. They can't get in to do anything else. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's cool. So basically what it comes down to is there are, as there always have been, there's two CETO souvenirs mm-hmm. this year. Um, but instead of only having one week to earn each one, you actually have three months during which to earn each one is what I'm understanding, right? Right. Each season you can earn a, Cito souvenir. How can you earn both? Well, it's simple. Okay. To earn the Cito 29 season one and the Cito 2019 season two souvenirs, attend or host any Cito event during these two seasons. Remember, it's only one souvenir per season, but attend as many Citos as you can. That's right. And I think there's going to be plenty to clean up in the national parks here. So I was just saying, why no Seattle made a comment about that in the chat? Oh, did he? Yeah. God only knows the park service is going to need help cleaning. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and we talked about that last week. And yeah, my goodness. I'm... Just uh, FYI, Mount Rainier uh, National Park is closed. Premium member is at the $25 level. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um. Mount Rainier National Park is closed because they're already getting snow up there and they don't have the staff to clear it. So they've just went ahead and closed the park for the season. I heard that uh, the last thing I heard about Rainier is that um, the lodge, which normally stays open, um, was the last place staying open. And the staff at the lodge finally said, you know what? We're done. <laughs> I think it's Longmire. But is that Longmire? Okay. Might be. Could be wrong about that. Anyway. Cool. All right. Well, enough about national parks and Mount Rainier and all. Tonight, we're heading off to one of our favorite places, Gold Country. And we've got Marcy with us to talk about it. So thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks again for having me. We are absolutely delighted to have you on the show. This is, I think this is your first time on the show, isn't it, Marcy? Yes, it is. Yeah. So for those who are keeping score, it is not the first time Gold Country has been represented on the podcast, but it's definitely the first time Marcy is representing gold country and uh since some of our listeners may not have had the pleasure of meeting you yet could you perhaps share a little bit uh with us and our listeners about what you do with gold country and uh maybe where home is for you and any other background info you uh are comfortable with sharing on the internet great well thanks a lot <laughs> i actually share quite a bit on the internet i tend to blog quite a bit but anyway, I'm actually from the Gold Country area originally. I was born in Ashcroft and raised up in the Highland Valley area. I lived in the Okanagan for 20 years, and then I moved back here to Cash Creek in 2011. And it was at that time that I needed something to do with my daughter, who was six at the time. And we decided to try this thing called geocaching. And we bought the book down at the Ashcroft Bakery, and we headed off to do some geocaches uh, before I had a GPS. And uh, we were heading to Goldpan Provincial Park, 
And I was wondering who had created this book. It was just so incredible. The stories that were in it, the scenery that you see, it was just so well put it together. So when I got back home, I went on Google and did a search. And lo and behold, found out that Gold Country was hiring. So I applied and I got hired. And uh, a couple months later, we found out we got the funding for phase two. And I applied for the program coordinator position, which I was hired for. And uh, we put the book together for phase two. Um, I went on from there in 2015, as many may know, we had a massive flood here in Cash Creek. And I was hired by the village of Cash Creek at that time. And just this spring, um, the COO here in Gold Country moved on to a new position, a very exciting position. So I applied to be the executive director and I was hired here. So I've been working here since July. I uh, worked with an incredible board of directors and helped run the office and destination marketing for Gold Country. So we do a number of events as well, too. We're currently booking a tourism symposium. We currently have the Random Act of Kindness going on. We do a fam tour, and we also produce uh, visitor guides, trail guides, and, of course, you know, the famous geo tour. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fam tour. I'm not familiar with that. I assume it's families. Actually, what the fam tour is, it's a familiarization tour. So we bring in people that run visitor centers, museums, um, other board members, and other people from the um, public as well, too, can attend. And we take them on a tour of certain areas of Gold Country, and we'll have a certain community picked out, and we showcase things that are going on in that community. That way, when they go back to their visitor centers and they have tours coming in, they're more able to let them know what there is to see and do. Nice. Mm-hmm. Marcy, we got a comment in the chat from uh, uh, GSM Times 2. This is so doing all that, you still have time to go out geocaching? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the weekends are for. <laughs> oh, there you go. He also commented, Congratulations on the new job. Oh, thank you. That's excellent. So longtime listeners may be familiar with the Gold Country Geotour, but perhaps not all of our listeners are because we're getting new listeners all the time. Uh, could you give a brief overview of the Geotour? You know, like the number of caches, that general area covered, the prizes and rewards, because those Ooh. are really cool. And even those ultra cool guidebooks. Yes, we have some pretty ultra cool guidebooks. So currently we have 150 geocaches in our geo tour. And our geo tour is located in the region of Gold Country, which extends from 70 mile north BC and then down to Kanakabar. It also includes Linton, Lillooet, Spences Bridge, Merritt, Polchana, Logan Lake, Savannah, Ashcroft, and Cache Creek. These areas also include uh, the Thompson Nicola areas. And that's areas E, I, J, M, and N. Currently, we have two guidebooks. And I also just want to point out that they are in French and German as well. Mm. Um, We have phase one and phase two. And in those books, there are sticker sheets. This one's mine. And you can see I've got a little ways to go. But this is my third sticker sheet. So that means I'm on my way to earning the last prize. So you fill up your sticker sheets with 24 different stickers that you find in the geocaches. 
And once you're done, you put your address on there, you send it in to us, and we send you a souvenir trackable golden bar. Golden bar, not gold bar. It's a golden bar. <laughs> it's our real gold bar. <laughs> Let's not start that rumor. Oh. <laughs> as fun as that would be, it would be a little pricey. Mercy anyway, once you fill up your, you get three sticker sheets. Like if you fill up one of your books, because there's spaces in these books for your stickers as well, too. So you're going to want to collect one for your sticker book and one for this sheet, right? Every cache out there that we have of Gold Country has the stickers in it. If the stickers are missing, because that can happen, because they get pretty popular in the summertime, you write the code that you'll find on the container. And that will do as well, too. And you can also put it on your sticker sheet. We do get calls quite often and emails asking, oh, hey, can you send us a sticker? And no, unfortunately, we don't do that. But again, you can get the code off of the container as well. That would save me a lot of time. If you could just send me all the stickers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a legitimate thing because our stickers are pretty cool. They have some they, really they nice are. pictures on them too. And sometimes they're in places where it's really hard to get to. But it's always encouraging to go back. There you go. Hey, Marcy, we had a question from GSM Times too, um, uh, who is from Southern California and made a really great comment said he's actually not even sure where gold country itself is. So relative to maybe Seattle, Vancouver, like major landmarks people can think of, um, cause you did name a lot of the communities. And of course, for those of us yeah, yeah. There, so, how it, yeah, how would you say it's so a lot of people are familiar where Vancouver is. So we're about three hours North of Vancouver. So you're heading towards, you're going along to Alaska. We're kind of right in the central interior of BC. There you go. And we are about 9,000 square miles. Right. So I would say if you're looking at, if you're looking at Google maps or something, trying to figure out where this is, just type in Merritt BC or, um, or Cash Creek BC. And that's going to sort of put you almost right in the middle of gold country. Can we see that map there at all? Very yeah, well. There you go. There we go. And how appropriate is it to be called Cash Creek after all, right? I know. <laughs> There's a story about that, too. Well, we have had the pleasure of visiting Gold Country, although I have uh, but found a small fraction of the caches in Gold Country. My northernmost cache ever found is a Gold Country cache up at Spence's Bridge. So we've had a good time up there, but you mentioned the area there. How many communities are there up there? Spence's Bridge is one of them you mentioned, and many others yeah there are many others um again we have 70 mile house clinton lillowet linton kanakabar spence's bridge merrick quilshanna logan lake savannah ashcroft and cash creek wow so there's quite a few communities and we are rural communities um, we have the city of merritt which is our biggest community and then we have the district of logan lincoln and uh, district of lillowet as well too that is in there and then the rest are villages or just very small 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 communities so a lot of history in our area for sure i geeked out when we drove the coquihalla highway because i watched a tow truck tv show but oh, <laughs> yes. towards that way yes and sometimes they're in the fraser canyon as well too <laughs> yes absolutely very cool so uh we we're talking obviously about the geo tour and i have I have to share that uh, even not too long ago, I've seen people uh, post questions on the internet and elsewhere asking if they can complete the Gold Country Geo Tour in a weekend or maybe a week. 
my advice has been probably not. <laughs> However, uh, Marcy, if someone's visiting from out of town and they only have maybe three to five days in which to explore gold country, where would you suggest that they focus on to maximize their gold country geotour experience since they're not going to be able to find all 150 caches in, in that amount of time? Should they, should they even bother starting to try? What should they do? Of course they should start. It is easy to fill one sticker sheet, as I showed you, with 24. You can combine stickers from both um, books into one page. And the, the thing about our communities are, too, that they are fairly close by. There are a lot of geocaches in there, too. Um, the other thing is our geocaching books are free. So any of the visitor centers carry them and some of the stores as well, too. So that's a really good incentive to come down as well, too. Where to start? Um, that is a tough question because I have so many favorites. Um, my favorite community is um, all of them. <laughs> everyone has, <laughs> everyone has so many unique um, features to it. It's just incredible. Like I love going to Green Lake for a week and staying in 70 Mile. I do a lot of camping. And whether it's in, you know, with a tent and or a trailer, it doesn't matter. It, you know, we go to Steelhead Park quite a bit in Savannah area. I've gone pretty much all over gold country and done a lot of traveling. And as for the geocaches as well, too, when you start doing a few, and that's how I started with it, I did two. And then I wanted to fill that sticker sheet. And then I wanted to fill another one and another one. And now I'm working on my third one to get my, my final prize for that one and i only have a couple more left of these two to do too but the scenery is just absolutely incredible when we were putting the books together um phase two for example we were looking at our gold country map and one of the board members came in robin fennel and he said i need a geocache right here in area e and he goes cougar point and i said well what's cougar point he goes well it's where the cougars stop and point at each other <laughs> well that's really not true but when you get to cougar point it is just amazing. The view there is just spectacular. You see the Fraser River in a whole new light. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's quite a drive to get there, too. It is, but you're going right through all these um, very rustic places. You're seeing branches and farms that have been there for over 100 years, and they're still going strong. And then one of the um, – we've got a number of really eclectic, beautiful guest ranches and resorts and one of them is in that area and that's echo valley ranch just absolutely breathtaking you never know what you're going to see when you when you go geocaching never mind all the wildlife as well too including maybe a land monkey once in a while <laughs> wild land monkey, wild land monkey. Yeah. Feral. actually I, I prefer the word feral yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah, so our communities are so affordable as well, too. The one thing I always tell people when we do trade shows down in Vancouver, that sort of thing, we don't have parking fees. Um, we have a few of our communities might actually have stoplights. But basically, when you come here, it's so affordable. And um, yes, the community of Logan Lake may not have fast food, but they have some very incredible restaurants. And their uh, scenery there is just breathtaking. They've got one of the top as that one geocacher mentioned, just a gorgeous, gorgeous campground. And it's right beside a golf course as well. 
Absolutely. And I was giving you a hard time about the fast food thing, Marcy, but I know you weren't. <laughs> the story but I mean, that was from our very first trip up into gold country and we had come out of merit and it was getting into evening and we thought, well, we can push on to this town called Logan Lake and we'll find something to grab to eat there. <laughs> and it was midweek. So the great restaurants were all closed. <laughs> the time we got there. So you got to keep in mind that when you're coming up to, to gold country and you're going to these beautiful little communities, they are small communities. And so the hours of things are not going to be like big city hours, except for maybe merit yep. and Kamloops, but I don't, is Kamloops considered part of gold country? No, it's on the outskirts of gold country. Ah, they're on the outskirts. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's like silver or bronze country. It's not as good. <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot of partnerships with the the people in Kamloops. They're pretty awesome. A lot of them come to our events and things. Too. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Chris, do you want to take the next? Nice. One? Yes. Now, when we were there, we were there in summer, and it was mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Is for the mosquitoes. <laughs> well, they well the nice <laughs> thing is is they were limited just to one area. That's right. We walked into a curtain of mosquitoes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grabbed the cash and ran out. Yeah. Um, is Gold Country and its communities that make yeah. it up uh, open for geocachers and visitors year round? Absolutely, they are. Uh, there is so much to see and do here in our communities. Um, prime tourist season, of course, is made October, but there's so many other activities going on throughout the year as well, too. There's snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, skating, curling, ice fishing. Um, I've seen people go geocaching in their flip-flops, for goodness sakes, in the snow. So, you know, there's a lot of diehard geocachers out there that'll just do anything to get that geocache. And while they're out doing that, there's a lot of other activities as well, too. We just heard about an ice climbing festival that's going to be taking place in Lillooet as well. So there's so many unique things. No, no matter what the season, there's always something to do here. So if a geocacher brought along their significant other or, uh, as we say, snuggle muggle, and maybe they're not into caching, do you have any specifics that they might enjoy while their uh, partner is out caching in gold country? Absolutely. There is just so many unique features that a lot of our communities have. For example, Ashcroft has these amazing mosaics that are all over, and every Every so often I'm hearing about another one. There was another one that was just placed on a church in the Mesa, and they're just incredible. Just incredible artwork. Um, Lillooet, there's the jade tour, so there's large portions of jade that are set up, and there's little stories about those as well, too. A lot of history in that area. There's also the stories of the 23 camels there, too. Um, Cash Creek, we have our community, our graffiti theme here, and there's a graffiti days event that takes place the second weekend in June. That's pretty incredible to see. Um, Clinton, they have a historic tour. They have lots of antiques and a gallery as well. Um, Big Bar, of course, you got ski trails, Steak Lake ski trails. Um, the city of Merritt has incredible murals that were done by Michelle Lowry, and they are on a lot of the buildings there. And it's just incredible to walk around and just see the artwork. And it was done with a lot of partnerships, and she got a lot of students involved as well, too. Um, there's also there the Nicola Valley Art Show, and that's in a historic courthouse. Pretty phenomenal. I got to go in there recently, and if you go upstairs, you can actually see some of the jail cells. Quite an old building. Um, there's also farms such as Desert Hills, 
Horse Beans, Hilltop and Spence's Bridge, Three Bars Farms and Merritt, and Left Field Cider, which has incredible apple cider and pear cider as well. Mm. And then in Spence's Bridge, there's the Packing House and Secret Gardens as well. So quite a bit to do, and there's also parks, museums, swimming, lakes, bird watching, shopping. You know, a lot of people like to go shopping or fishing. All that and geocaching too. All that and geocaching too, and so much more. And yeah. so much more. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. Is that there, even if you're not uh, into geocaching, there's a lot of great reasons to come up and explore Gold Country for sure. Um, you've named a lot of places that I absolutely love. Uh, Horstings was actually it was Cat who suggested I go Cat from the Gold Country team who suggested I go and check out uh, Horstings uh, on a previous trip. And I made the detour there and I was thankful I did. Um, on a subsequent trip, I pointed it out to, to Mrs. Land Monkey and said, we're stopping here, by the way. <laughs> um, we always, if we can, we stop by Left Field Cider. If, if our route through Gold Country is going to take us past there, um, just to see what they're tasting and, you know, bring a few home. And um, Packing House Secret Gardens, uh, guys, that's where we took you for lunch. Uh-huh. Ah. I was going to say, is, is it a secret garden if you're telling everyone? <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's near Spence's Bridge. <laughs> you know, with, with places like that to eat, who needs fast food? Yeah, exactly. You're getting farm-to-table food there. Yeah, that was awesome. Right, right out of the garden, just fresh. Mm-hmm. And the tomatoes there are, are top-notch. Some of the best tomatoes. There you go. Absolutely. I do love tomatoes. Um, before I get to my next question, Marcy, I, I, I do want to also point out, you've talked about the guide a couple of times. You've said that it's free, that people can pick it up. Uh, there right. are, there's two volumes, right? To the guide. Right. Yeah. Volume one and volume two. And the caches aren't sort of geographically split between volume one and volume two. They do overlay. So if you're going to pick them up, pick up both tour books. That's right. Um, the other thing I want to say, and you mentioned this a little bit off the start, and my first experience with Gold Country, when I first picked up a copy of that tour book and I started to flip through, I found it almost more fascinating to sit there and read through the tour book um, than to go and find the cash. Now, of course, I still love going and finding the cash. But what we end up doing now, Mrs. Monkey and I, is whoever is not driving is reading out about where we're going next and a little bit of history because it, it for every single of the 150 caches in the geo tour, there is a story and the story has some sort of really interesting historic tie to the area. So well done on putting those books together. I have to say. Oh, thank you very much. It definitely was a team effort. We had so many people involved and I came in on phase two and the people that started Um, Gold Country in the beginning, the board of directors at the time, and the people that were working in the office, Heidi Roy, Amy Thacker, Tanya Wong, they had such an incredible team to put that together. So then when Terry and I came along, we were able to build upon that. That foundation was laid already. And it was just successful right off the bat. Just been incredible. And the stories are fascinating. I am a history buff, and I've read this over and over and over. And it's still, I still learn things when I'm going out and about. That's why we're, we're looking at something else coming up, which we'll get to in a bit. Ooh, Ooh. There, there. teaser, teaser. Keep listening, folks. Don't, don't <laughs> stop now. All right. So speaking of keeping going, if someone is interested in starting or perhaps resuming their progress on the Gold Country Geo Tour, um, what resources should they use 
for planning their trip? What is there something online or whatever? How can they make sure they make the most out of their next visit up to gold country? Absolutely, there is. We do have the visitor guides, but if they go onto our website, which is www.exploregoldcountry.com, our visitor guide is on there. And it also has links to different sections as well, too. So you can see if you can click on the map and you can see what's happening in Ashcroft, where the accommodations are in Ashcroft, Cash Creek, Merritt, Linton, Logan Lake, and so on. So that's a really good tool to utilize. And then also, of course, we have our printed visitor guides, too, that you can pick up. And we do have them distributed all over BC at the main visitor centers. And they're also in Alberta and into Washington as well, too. Yeah. And then we also have trail guides and maps out as well. Okay. I'm excited to come back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so we've established gold country is a pretty big area. So, mm-hmm. and, and as Len Mickey said, it's, it's, let's just be kind and say difficult to find everything in a weekend. Maybe impossible, but I don't want to throw that challenge out there. So if we're planning to come up there, we should probably plan on some meals and accommodations. Do you have any advice on those? And a uh, helpful tip here, Keats94 says, fun fact, Lillooet does not have a Tim Hortons. So keep that in mind. Uh, how about any discounts for geocachers or something while we're up there? Well, currently right now, um, as I've mentioned, um, our visitor guide and our website are wonderful sources of planning. Um, and again, visit the museums and our visitor centers and talk to the creators. They usually have really good tips on where to go, and the guides are amazing. And some of our communities like Lulwet and Merritt have tourism ambassadors as well, too. And they'll meet you and greet you and talk to you about what's going on in the area. Currently with Gold Country, we have a really cool program right now that we're running called Random Acts of Kindness. And up until from now till February 28th, if you happen to be in one of the businesses that are listed on the website, you can have a chance to win a gift certificate and have your purchase partially paid for or paid for. So that's a little bit of incentive there too. There's always something going on. Um, if there's any deals or anything, we try to let you know on our website and through our Facebook pages as well. We have quite a few social media outlets as well too. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, we have a question from the chat from GSM times two. He says, uh, Oh, which is in Southern California has an ordinance that prohibits fast food. Does that also happen up in gold country? No, no. Okay. No, it's pretty open. Um, if you come to a lot of the communities do have fast food as well too. And there is a Tim Hortons too. There's a few of them actually. (laughs) Well, that's how I, that's how I have uh, my directions. You know, that's how my GPS routes me around Canada. Yeah. Oh, but there's yeah. so many unique coffee shops, too. I, uh, we do have Tim Hortons, but there's a lot of unique mom and pop type coffee shops, too. Th- that's OK. Name. You can still use Tim Hortons as the landmark. You know, you oh, drive yeah. past the first three, turn left at the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> here, it's more like where where that Chevron used to be. And yeah. Then yeah. Here, and then it's down this way. Yeah. <laughs> Those are for the folks that have been here for quite a while. Yeah. 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 Turn left at, uh, at the old kettle ranch there. And yeah. Yeah. Remember he had that old red Ford in his front yard for so many years. Yeah. That's where you want to go. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Marcy, do you or your team review any cash logs or other feedback on the geo tour? We do. We're constantly reviewing. We get the emails that come in. Um, <laughs> we have the geotour at telus.net email that's linked to our geocaching.com website. So we're reviewing them all the time. And if something's broken or needs to be maintained, we send maintenance out to go fix it. Sometimes we'll get a, a note saying, oh, we're out of stickers. But again, we'll just let them know, hey, the codes are there. And we do maintenance every every year for sure on all of them. We check them out and make sure everything's cool with them. Um, as you know, and uh, it's a bit of a conversation in the last year, we've had floods and fires and that sort of thing too. So we've had to send maintenance out a number of times lately for either charcoal stickers or soggy stickers. <laughs> well, for the few geo or the few gold country caches we found, they, they are well-maintained, well-hidden, yeah, and I'm I'm very pleased with them. I, I look at it and go, "Wow, all caches should be like this." But Marcy doesn't look after all the caches; just the Gold Country caches. Well, yeah, and Marcy has an awesome team. So <laughs> <laughs> I have something here too. I wanted to show as well that we do sometimes throw in path tags into our geocaches as well too, and sometimes there'll be a little contest where there's a special one in there. And sometimes we throw those in ones that you may have been to already. So it, it always is good to go back and check those ones. There you go. You never know what's going to be in there. Nice. Okay, so, so you gave us a little teaser earlier. And, you, you know, since it, there's nobody here but us, can you maybe sneak a little uh, catching in the Northwest preview of what's in store for 2019 and on maybe 2020? Share any secret news with us? I can share some news. Yes, we are currently working on phase three. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's in the plans. It's going to happen. We're just getting details together and getting our funding together to go ahead with that, too. Great. There's still so many amazing spots in, in Gold Country. And as we alluded to before, it's a large, large area. Wow. And there's still a lot of history to cover, a lot of stories to cover, too. Great. We have incredible um, culture and art and history. Um, we are on the Gold Rush Trail. We're on the Hudson Bay Fur Trade Trail. Um, we also have a huge Indigenous culture in our area, too, and they have so many stories to share as well. Mm, will you come back and share with us when it's live and ready to go? Absolutely. Great. I would love to. We'd also love to have you guys come up and visit us, too. I am excited for that opportunity. That'd be great. All I right. just, I just was talking to my wife this evening about, well, you know, we should start to consider where we're doing vacationing this, this summer. And I'm like, you know, we're talking about gold country. She goes, Oh, I'd like to go up to gold country. So maybe <laughs> we'll take a vacation up there. This year. The last time mm -hmm. we all went up there. That's right. Mm -hmm. She had an excellent time. Good. Good. Um, before I get to the next question that I have for you, which is really just to make sure that we get your contact and Gold Country contact info out to everybody, Marcy, I have a question. So we talked about the the size and we've talked about the two phases and the 150 caches um, and some of these great caches, but some of the caches, as we've sort of alluded to, are tricky to get to. Uh, Marcy and I were talking about this a little bit before the show, but Marcy, I'm really curious. If somebody is... Uh, if they want to come up there and they've read this log about this great cache, and one of the great things about 
the book as well is if your cache needs four by four to access it or a high clearance vehicle, it does say that in the book, which is really helpful. So get the book. It's free. Read the book before you start (laughs) driving to a cache. But that said, if someone doesn't have a four by four, but they're working through the the geo tour and they're, they get to a point of like, Oh man, I really, this sounds like an amazing location up here at the old fire lookout. I want to get up here. Um, what, what advice would you have to people to try and find a way to get to those more remote gold country caches? Well, I've been doing that myself too, because there's some that I would like to get to. And I've had to get to in the past as well too, that you need a four by four for, and that's where attending events is so incredible and meeting other geocachers. And then you find out exactly like you'll find a group of people like, Oh yeah, we're going to go, for example, Lilouette, there's some hikes there that I want to do, and I'm going to be doing them with friends. So we're going to stay camping in town. We'll go up for dinner, that sort of thing. And then first thing in the morning, head up and do a couple of those geocaches on the hikes. Because some of them are a couple of hours. We'll take our camera and take some food with us and just enjoy the day of it. So just getting connected with those events is so important. Um, you mentioned about the Zito, and I'm making sure I pronounce that right because I've been for quite a while but anyways those are great places to meet geocachers as well too and we usually host one here in Cache Creek I usually as my um, geocaching name is Mama Bear 70 I'm very um, concerned about the environment that sort of thing so I always try to put one of those together in the spring and that again that's a great place to meet people and then going on Facebook there are so many um, geocaching sites. Um, there's the BC Geocachers Association. They hold a annual event usually as well too, and get connected. There's groups in Kelowna, Kamloops. Uh, we have the Ash Cache Community Cachers as well too. That's a great way to get connected and find out who else is going, and maybe you can share a ride with somebody. There you go. Give them gas money and yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's more fun with a group of people. That's how I did uh, Stoyama. I did that with a group of people, and that was just one of the most incredible um, views and geocaches that I went to. Um, Terry and I did that on a weekend. There was an event there. Uh, we went on a hike. I brought my camera. I took a bunch of pictures, and one of them ended up on the front cover of one of our visitor guides. Wow. Yeah. How yeah. cool. Dora Morse is in the chat. That's how I got to uh, GC1. TY1Z Cornwall Hills hitched oh, a ride with yeah. cashers and a four by four truck. One of my all time favorite caches. Yeah. And I'm sad to say that one's actually fairly close to me and I still haven't been there yet. That is one of the ones I want to do for sure. I just keep hearing how gorgeous it is up there. There is the lookout up there. Um, I've been hearing like in the spring, there's just gorgeous wildflowers up there too. Last year we had quite a bit of snow, so yeah, yeah. And it I took a while before we could get to some spots last year. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm with the fire department here in Cache Creek, and we were a little busy last year and the year before that. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, Marcy, uh, we have a question from the Land Sharks, and we'll get to that. Oh. But first, first, we want to uh, actually just give you the opportunity to provide any contact information. So if cashers have questions or feedback on the geo tour um, and they weren't able to listen live and get their questions into the chat, okay. um, how should they contact um, the geo tour? 
Okay, so first of all, you can go on to our website, www.exploregoldcountry.com. We are also on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can also get a hold of us through, by email at explore, sorry, info at exploregoldcountry.com or goldcountry at telus.com. Or you can phone at 250-457-6606. Nice. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for sharing that information. Chris is going to post some of that in the chat for you folks. And while he's doing that, our question that came in from the land sharks for you is uh, with the announcement of phase three, we're all very excited about that. Will cashers have to find all the active caches in phase one, two, and three to get the souvenir for the geo tour? Well, there's a lot of details that we're still working out, but yes, more than likely they will be. <laughs> like we have, we're gonna, it'll be consistent with how we've done things before. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then that would mean though that uh, you, well, I guess it's, it's too early to, to say, I suppose, but uh, yeah. uh, again, it would you would continue with the model of every 24 finds you can earn a... a yeah, we're still in discussion about that, how we're going to carry on with that. Okay. Um, if we're going to do the stickers or if we're going to do something a little different this time. Yeah. Cool. It's good to have a little bit of change, but we do want to keep consistent with having the high quality caches that we've had before and having the incredible stories as well, too. So there will be consistency there, but there also might be a little bit of change up, too. So we'll see how that progresses. Awesome. Great question. Change isn't always bad. Oh. Well, we've had a few comments that we're going to take in the after show, so you're welcome to hang with us in the after show. But right now, we just want to thank you for joining us for the main portion of the show while we wrap up a few details here. Thanks. It's been great having you. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed it. Nice. And thank you, listeners. And we hope you enjoyed this here episode of Catching in the Northwest. We have more great shows coming next week. I know you're excited for this. We're coming up with part two of Hitchhiker's Guide to Geocaching. Go back. Here's your opportunity. Go back and listen to episode one again. You're going to love it. We're going to go on to episode two and more to come in the future. Week after that, that's January 24th. We're talking with uh, Sandra Riches from Adventure Smart. And then we wrap up January with... Uh talking about cash tours cash tour.no with tw larry tw larry and in february we're starting off with a bang with a special geo tour announcement it's so special we can't even tell you what it is yet that's right make sure to join us that's right it is special well if you guys remember when um miss jen and gear guru gear guru wow i just have a hard time with that cash Easy for you to say yeah, it's not clearly <laughs> when Gear Guru and Miss Jen were on the show just a few episodes ago, they teased that there was a big announcement coming out and they're coming back to the show. They're getting their very own episode to drop the news um, hot off the press and uh, maybe even answer a few questions for you guys. So, all right, I'm clearing my calendar right now. There you go. You definitely want to join us on the Feb 7 episode. It's going to be almost as much fun as this episode with Marcy was. All right. Guys, I want to take a moment to thank Land Sharks, who gave us some great questions and are in the chat tonight. 
That is Landsharks, our corporate Denali level sponsor. Landsharks.ca is the outdoor adventure and geocaching store. Check them out online or go in person and visit their store in Victoria, British Columbia. They are open six days a week except holidays and ship online orders every day. Now, we also want to thank our faithful Denali level supporters. Of course, Landsharks, Bounce Bounce, Limax, Team Squirrel, and WorldCaching.com. And folks, if you want to know more about supporting the show, click that Patreon link wherever it happens to be for you on the CachingNW.com website. And then you will have the punishment of me reading your name just <laughs> like this. Broncos fan for life, Sprouter, Camp Clan, Tick Magnet, Kev MacD, Subway Mark, Dora Moore, Dune Buddy, Kid Vegas 19, Geo Navros, Wino Seattle, Acrodoc, Billy Robson, Genies, Antaeus, Keats 94, Trexer Zero, MC3 Cats, Kennel Barb, M Nerve, Wet Coaster, and Green Words. Oh my wow. goodness, that is a lot of names. So thank you, everybody who supports this show every month. We hugely appreciate your support. Nice job. Yes. And we do love hearing from everybody, as I'm sure. Gold Country loves hearing from geocachers, too. So, Marcy, we've covered it several times, but maybe somebody was driving and they've just now pulled over and they got their pen out and they said, how do, how do I get in touch with Gold Country again? One last time, how can people reach out and get in touch with you? Best way is to go to our website at www.exploregoldcountry.com or email us at goldcountry at telus.net. Great. And Len Monkey, how can I find you? Well, you know, uh, definitely very active over on YouTube and uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. So the best way is to just follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, at LandMonkeyGC, or over on Facebook. But, uh, you know, new episodes have been dropping pretty fast lately. In fact, our last new episode last week features us caching on the edge of gold country. We did the Tickless Trail last summer mm. and uh, the Tickless Heritage Trail. And Marcy's nodding her head. That, that was an eight meter eight, or an eight, 800 meter ascent on that trail. Yeah. I, I might be up for an eight meter ascent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're talking about a little bit of history and heritage. We have uh, some pretty cool stuff in that episode. So check that out. If you want to check us out on YouTube, it's L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y, Land Monkey on YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Wits End, how do people find you, my friend? They find me by following land monkeys and then maybe I'll show up riding their coattails because <laughs> they do all the fun stuff. I'm just wits end on Twitter, Facebook, geocaching.com and right here on Thursday night. How about Chris? Well, I sit in my basement a lot. That's where I am now. Don't come here. I'm so uh, much cooler online. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, look for me on Twitter, Facebook at caching NW. Instagram is caching in the Northwest. You know what's better? Head on over to cachingnw.com slash hosts. Read our bios. Find all those links we just mentioned and a few secret ones that we don't tell anybody about. Mm. But folks, we want to thank you for taking this time to listen to this episode of Caching in the Northwest. Don't forget that you can be part of the show. Call in to two... Th <clears throat> Excuse me. I know this number. 253-693-TFTC. And leave us a comment. Ask us a question. Send us a gold bar any time of the day or night. Of course, you can email us feedback at cachingnw.com. Also, your support helps keep quality shows coming. If you like this show, please click the Patreon link on the cachingnw.com website and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. This show's produced by Chris Umpenauer and Jay Kennedy, hosted by Jim Jay and Jim Paul. Wow. Chris Jay and Jim Paul Witts. 
Jim's in there a couple of times. This show is brought to you by wow. Tongue Tied Hosts. <laughs> this show is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license, copyright 2019 by Chris Umpenauer. And I got through that. Now I say stay tuned for the after show. Ooh. Hey, we're in the after show. Hey. <laughs> Marcy, the after show is a chance for us to talk with our live listeners who okay. uh, have questions, maybe just have posted something that, hey, you know, is fun to know. If you have to leave, we completely understand. Uh, you know, we all have things to do in the evenings. Uh, we'll just go for a couple more minutes since it's nearing 10 o'clock already. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but we do have some uh some things in the after show before we yeah. get that i i massacred the french at the beginning of the show <laughs> that was a uh a tribute for some reason we had uh, almost 700 downloads of the podcast on saturday in france so hmm. bienvenue yeah welcome welcome country of france your entire country downloaded our <laughs> podcast on monday they need it, something to listen to in their yellow vests yeah <laughs> and um, there they awesome. go they just deleted the podcast thank you very much <laughs> no it's like about five uh each episode was downloaded about five times wow so so we picked up some new listeners in yeah France. it's just it you know it's just a spike that seemed odd when wow. i say merci beaucoup there you oh, go très bien yeah, it's about all the French I know. So. Okay. <laughs> well, if you picked up our book, you'd learn a lot more. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but pick up the English one. Otherwise, you're going to have yeah. a much harder time getting to the caches. <laughs> Think of the education you'll have by the time you've found 150 caches. <laughs> Reading the descriptions in French. Can Mrs. Landmonkey read the French book while we're driving in the car? Um, No. Okay. <laughs> she can try. Yeah, I'm just gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> well, she technically could. Yeah, she won't. It so. wouldn't matter. She could, and I wouldn't understand it anyway. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. All right. Um, what else have we got? Keats ninety four had some stuff. Uh, he had a hashtag fatast gold country. He said, uh, "Oh, he said gold country red rock GC one v one v 4 um, Japanese internment, the Miyazaki house, um, GC79 RK6, and Horseshoe Bend Trail, GC3QN7Z, are some of the great caches in the west section of Gold Country he has completed. And I, I would agree. Those are yeah. all... They are spectacular, yeah. Red Rock is an amazing hike, too. You get quite a view from up there. I haven't done that one yet. That's on my on my oh. list. Yeah, that's a good one. Bring lots of water and go early in the day. Well, we're we're also thinking of going early-ish in the year, depending upon when the snow clears. So yeah, it gets quite warm there quickly too. But yeah. January January is early in the year, Jay. Yeah. Well, that whole little that's up in the Lillooet area, right? I'm thinking the right. Really hard to get much earlier in the year than January. Pretty much, yeah. I did say once the snow clears, but thanks. Um, Marcy, I was saying that, that actually Horseshoe Bend and Red Rock are both up in the Lillooet area, right? That... Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so, yeah, that area is 
definitely it can get pretty dry and uh, and warm in the summertime for sure it can get pretty hot um it's really important to make sure when you're out hiking or going to any of our geocaches that you're taking plenty of water um the other thing to be aware of as well too while we're on that discussion is that there's some places where there's no cell phone service so you're going to want to make sure that you let people know where you're mm-hmm. going safety must always come first when you're out geocaching i no cell coverage i like it already Mm. there you go well and that also means if you're geocaching with your phone you should probably download those caches before you head out mm-hmm. that's true and the other thing you need to be aware of too especially in the spring in our area is that there's other trackable bugs out there too that you'll end up picking up <laughs> yep you know a little with yeah. <laughs> i get one or two or three every year and you can track those oh that's interesting mm. <laughs> they track you oh that's it okay (laughs) yeah the guys know about a waterfall where there's a whole bunch of bugs that track you yeah oh man yeah yeah but that's part of the fun part of the challenge did they tell you that story marcy no okay chris chris or jim you guys tell the story way better than i do go ahead Jim, it's your turn. I, i don't remember the name of the falls you can help us with that but we decided to go hike up to to find the cache there and and I think the ladies had gone ahead of us mm-hmm. because we well of course they had because Mr. Land Monkey was filming as I recall. But we we rounded the curve and the ladies had already reached the the uh, the falls and as we broke through the brunder brush into the clearing they were running back towards us waving their arms going mosquitoes mosquitoes <laughs> and there were thousands all right there in that little clearing and we're like yep there's the falls let's go. <laughs> So it was gorgeous. We just didn't view the very falls very long. Was that a gold country one or a different one? It, there wasn't a gold country cache there, but it was just outside of Spence's Bridge. Um, uh, when you go along the river on the other side of the river from the highway, uh, along the railroad tracks, there's an access road. Yes. And you yes. can pull over at one point and there's a little trail. And I can't remember the name of the falls. There's a little trail. Falls. There you go. Thank you. We call it Mosquito Falls. Mosquito Falls. Mosquito that falls. was it for us. Yeah. I've had pockets like that too. You just, you get used to picking mosquito repellents and running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Running worked. Um, we had another comment, uh, another hashtag fatas from Keats 94. He said he is so happy to hear about phase three. You have no idea how excited he is. So I think he's looking forward to it. Sounds that way. Awesome. I'm looking forward to, because I love the events and I've, um, being away from gold country for a couple of years, I miss all the friendly bases and all the geocachers. So I'm looking forward to those events and seeing everybody again too. And I'd like to thank all the geocachers out there for being so supportive of our program and of gold country and visiting us. When we had all these trying times with um, flooding and fires, people still were sending comments and popping in to visit and bringing friends into our communities. And it was so helpful. And we really appreciate everybody. So thanks again, everybody. There you go. Hey, you know, geocachers are nice people. Geo- geocachers are nice people. Awesome. Uh, Mercy, speaking of the events, uh, Land Sharks had a hashtag Ask Gold Country. They said, could we possibly get some advance notice of any summer events so that they can try and fit it in as, you know, Land Sharks are coming from over in Victoria. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Once we know, we'll have it posted for sure. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to go back to Keats. He had another question. 
And it's, does Gold Country keep track of how many geocoins it gives out to individual cachers? Absolutely, we do. We keep all the geocaching sticker forms. All the sticker sheets that we have, we have them in binders and we have them all tracked. And we also had spreadsheets too, so we could tell whether somebody had 150 or if they had all the ones that they needed for getting that end prize. Ziz. So yeah, we do keep track. Very cool. Um, Chris, do you want to grab the one from MC three cats? Uh, yes. He asks, will GC PB seven D that is, uh, P Papa Bravo seven Delta be brought back. It's archived. That's airport road. Oh, we're still looking into that one. Um, the ownership on that property had changed before it had been um, part of the municipality and that had changed. So we may need to move that one. Okay. But this okay. point is still archived. Um, there are a couple that are in the books that are archived. So that's why it's really important to also go check online just to see if, you know, what the comments are and if, if those geocaches are still available, mm -hmm. especially when we've had, you know, floods and fires and that sort of thing. We've had a couple of our geocaches end up in the river accidentally and, you know, a couple of fatalities. We had, um, we think a grizzly bear grabbed one in one area. That was a number of years ago, but it just disappeared. Oh, my. Yeah. Lions and tigers and bears. I was going to say, if I encounter a grizzly bear on my way to a geocache, he can have the geocache. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Oh well, God. you know, you do see wildlife. You're coming right into the interior of BC, and we do have quite a bit of wildlife. So that's another thing to be prepared for. Make sure you have your bear spray and your your bells, that sort of thing, too. Well, besides mosquitoes, I showed those guys uh, when we when I brought them up to Gold Country mountain goats. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, there's lots of bighorn sheep, and there are um, also um, mountain goats too up in Little Wet area. You do see the. Uh, actual white mountain goats up there which is kind of cool and then some areas you can see moose and many many different birds too so for those that are bird watchers this is an amazing place to go. gold country is one of the few places in bc i have actually seen um the the bluebirds and i don't know what kind of bird i'm not a birder i don't know what it's called but like bright, bright blue sorry yeah. what are they called mountain bluebirds mountain bluebirds yeah there's a story of them in phase two actually because there's um the bluebird trail there's actually boxes out for them as well, too. And they are vivid, just that, vivid. That's Logan Lake, right? Because I think that's where I yeah, saw them. Logan Lake area. Yeah, and you'll see them around Highland Valley, um, where my daughter goes riding. They they are there as well, too. There's quite a few mountain birds as well. Very cool. Right now, there's um, hundreds of cedar waxwing birds in our communities eating all the berries. A lot of berries this year. So. Nice. Uh, let's see. Keepers of the cash flow has a couple of things to say. Uh, we have set the goal of getting 500 subscribers for our geocaching vlog this year. So please come check us out. Do that. They, uh, they put good stuff together there. And nice. also, uh, the GeoWorm geocaching store is closing. That's based in Calgary. So there's a closeout sale now. If you're looking for perhaps maybe some discounting, uh, geocaching items. Nice. For that person that you realize, oh, I didn't get them a Christmas gift and I'm going to see them next week. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Jim, you were just uh, sharing a photo on your screen share a moment. Oh, ago. yeah. That was one of my my little memories of the uh, gold country. I don't remember. Oh, 
Yeah, that yeah. was near Spence's Bridge, I believe. That's in Spence's Bridge, yes. Yeah. Cute little church. It was. Yeah. You'll see quite a few of those historic churches in our area. Did you get that up was, to Christ? That was followed up with this sign, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of balances things out. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Nice. Well, Keats94 had another good point. He just dropped it into the chat. Is watch out for cacti <laughs> while you're in the old country. Mm. Yes. In the high desert. And even just a, a hair step off a trail, um, there's pretty spiny cacti. Yeah. So I have a little geocaching story that takes place in Spence's Bridge. And one of my favorite stories is um, towards Hilltop Gardens. And it's about... Um, there was a house that was there. Unfortunately, it's burnt down. But the story there is very incredible about the family that lived there and the history of it. But I went there with my seven-year-old daughter, and she's walking, and all of a sudden she goes, oh, that cactus jumped out and bit me. And they do. They'll kind of launch off if you brush against them. Mm -hmm. But the, the amazing thing about those cactuses is if you see them in the spring, they have incredible yellow and peach pink waxy flowers. They're just beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. They are absolutely. Lion Shark says, uh, especially watch cacti with dogs. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 When we uh, when we had Jasper and we would go up to Gold Country, we would not let him out in certain areas just because you can't you can't keep him a hundred percent out of the cacti, right? So yeah. this is not worth it. You don't want to. You, you didn't have the anti cactus armor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't make that in particular investment. Oh well, it's totally worth it. <laughs> Probably if you're the dog. Yeah. Yeah. But for people, good hiking boots is good. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Iham says, uh, in my YouTube feed up next says how to recover gold from computer scrap must be hmm. riffing off the gold country title of this episode <laughs> and his computer background. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, why don't we wrap it up? It's been a fantastic episode. It's been a great, uh, after show here we've gone through all kinds of different stuff and got a little bit more insight into geocaching and visiting up into gold country and marcy thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight i've learned a ton more yeah. about gold country and um you know excited about our trips coming up this spring great thank you again for having me and i look forward to seeing you guys thank you marcy and good night <laughs> all you. until next week get out and get caching in the northwest <laughs>